Hey, rock stars, welcome back to Rock the Mic Presents The Wicked Sermon, only on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you're streaming. And of course, just hit us up. We'll send you links direct if you have any issues with that. I am your host, the photog of Rock Gods, Mike Klein. And before we get into it, I want to give you that front of the line access pass to this amazing season. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and TikTok at The Wicked Sermon. And of course, are always streaming 24-7 on all the mentioned sites above. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to jump into the Red Flag episode, episode one. It's going to be a little personal one. Obviously, we're starting off with a little bit of a relationship, and we've got a special guest today. She might be here a couple more times throughout the season. We'll see if she can last. The sermon is a hard place to stick around. So, Controversy episode number one, Wicked Sermon, Red Flags. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Boom, we're here, red flag day, wave those fucking flags, because we're going to talk about it. We got enough to talk about today with these red flags, so we're finally here. Episode one, Wicked Sermon, rock the mic, thank you for all coming back, thank you for watching all of this craziness happen online, of course on TikTok, and then of course Instagram. We're going to start off today with red flags again, more importantly, before we start, we're going to bring in... A lot of people know her as Mackenzie. I know her as M. A lot of people in the modeling world know her. A lot of people online know her. But more importantly, you're going to know her today. She's a part of the sermon. She's here. Let's talk to her. One-on-one, ladies and gentlemen. Mackenzie. Hey. <laughs> she is here, y'all. And that country voice is going to change. It's going to change during this episode. I promise you that. It might. It might. But we're here, and she's got a lot of knowledge on red flags, and actually she's got a lot of knowledge on the people we're going to talk about. So let's see if everybody can figure out who the hell we're talking about. We're going to talk about red flags, y'all. What the hell is a red flag? I mean, I think it can be a multitude of things, but basically at the like most basic level, it's something that a significant other or somebody does that kind of makes you pause and take a step back and be like, what? Like it kind of makes you evaluate the situation. But I mean, you could be a red flag. Yeah. Okay, so it's just not significant other or yeah. friend or someone else. You could be a red flag. Your feelings could be a red flag. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's break this down. Like, red flags, can red flags be deal breakers? Definitely. Okay, so you go out on a first date. They offer to do cocaine off the urinal. I'm leaving. That's a red flag. Okay. Never coming back. Okay. Do you eat dinner first? No. Totally, I would have. Okay. Relationships, I feel like... Well, let's not jump in a relationship. Let's talk about dating. What are red flags on dating? Like, is there a go-to? Like, you go on a first date. Obviously, let's get rid of the cocaine urinal thing. Though I'm sure that does happen. <laughs> What's a red flag? Are they late? If you're late, rude to wait staff. Like, if you go out to dinner and they're rude to wait staff. If they don't tip. Is going to dinner a red flag? Like, on a first date. Like, is that the go-to? I feel like for some people, that might be a red flag. Like, dinner. How would dinner be a red flag? Well, I mean, I don't know. Do you want to sit down and eat with someone or do you want to talk to them? I mean, like, obviously we know the no-nos. And I guess that that jumps into a different category of what not to do on a first date. Like, you don't go to a movie, obviously, on the first date. Right. That would be a red flag. Right. So I guess, like, so going to dinner, being rude to the staff. Okay, but let's talk about the person you're across from. Guy or girl, red flag, what they wear. Yeah, I mean, if we go to, like, a nicer restaurant and you're in athletic shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops and i spent all this time getting ready i might be a little annoyed 
So what happens once you get to the relationship and that's what happens? I'd still be annoyed, but I might ignore it a little bit. Okay, so if you can make it past... If you don't, like, put your best foot forward on a first date, like, at least let me get in the relationship before you start showing your true colors. Okay. Like, you might get a better chance of me sticking around. So you're saying at once they build credit, they're actually able to get away with things that are red flags. They're just not deal breakers. Probably, like, yeah, a little bit. Okay. To an extent. So you would say... What do you think the majority of people would say? Are you willing to look over certain red flags at the cost of the relationship? I mean, yeah, sir. Yeah. But then, of course, that would be, I guess there's levels at that point. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely levels to like red flags, like the basic stuff of like how you treat wait staff or whatever. When you first meet somebody, if they're not putting their best foot forward, that's like a bigger red flag than like. You know this person, you know normally they're nice to wait stuff every time you go to dinner, but this one time they're having a bad day and they jump down somebody's throat, that's a little bit different. It's still like, okay, let's not do that. It's still a little bit of a red flag, but you know you know this person a little bit. Okay. So with going forward, knowing the person, yes or no red flag, that person doesn't have you on their social medias. How often do they use their social media? Every day, just like everybody else. Red flag. Okay. If they're posting daily... And they don't have you on it at all. Like not even in like a one of the little story things on Instagram where you can like review their stories. No, no. I mean like you're not a friend. You're not followed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You guys are full on dating, going on trips, traveling the world, hell, talking engagement, whatever. I would say that's definitely a red flag. And you are not a friend of followed on social media by her at all. I would definitely say that's a red flag. It's a red flag. Is it a... Deal breaker red flag. I would say it's a we need to have a very long discussion red flag. Okay. Okay. Because that does happen out there. I assure you of this, that that happens. Here's an interesting question. If you have a red flag, how do you approach it? How do you approach that person with your red flag? And not saying that I do this, but like, I feel like it's something that you need to be like, hey, you've done this thing. It bothers me. And I need you to not do it anymore. Or we need to fix what's happening here and it needs to be a conversation there needs to be communication about it however that being said I tend to just ignore because I don't want to deal with it okay which makes it a bigger problem well that was gonna say so how does that affect the relationship because I feel like ultimately and this is kind of where the awareness portion I think of the show comes in is that I feel like people for the majority I mean we've all heard pick and choose your battles but I feel like you know, and of course, a lot of people, as of recent, know my new saying. <laughs> you'd be surprised the amount of shit you'll put up with to not put up with shit. Which is kind of what I'm getting at. So I guess my question is, is that, you know, not question, but I also feel like I'm at the point now these days where if you're getting red flags and you feel legitimate about it, I mean, you kind of you need to speak up and say something about it. I mean, yeah, I think we're all the people that are close to me, for the most part, are very familiar with my recent relationship oh yeah and how that went down and you know not to get too far into it you know obviously for court reasons but I had red flags for a while you should have had red flags from the first day you met the mother well right and for the most part and it's funny you say that because of course like everybody talks about that like what a yeah you know they have stories about 
anybody that's met her and how she interacts with her daughter would be taken aback because it's not normal. It's not normal. And I mean, that's, you know, as we like to call her the Appomattox catfish, (laughs) which don't forget episode three, January 30th, red flag. I questioned some things that were going on with my relation, you know, my relationship. And I held it in for a good amount of time just based off of the fact of, again, you pick and choose your battles because you're not sure what argument's going to pursue, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, like, obviously, just like I thought, it would blow up and get out of hand. Yeah. And it did. It absolutely did. Not on my part, per se, but not to sound like I'm the savior and I'm the nice guy, but there is no nice way of calling your partner out for a red flag. Yeah. Once it came to light, I mean, you feel better about it, but just all the shit you start questioning. And I mean, on my mind was pretty simple. We, we went to a concert. Obviously we know that's what I do. And um, she went backstage with me and we took a picture with the artist. Yeah. Just a typical, you know, whatever. And when we got the picture back, she posted the picture, but cut me out of it. So like literally the picture of me, her and this country guy, Dustin Lynch, she literally cut me out of the picture and posted it. Of just turned Dustin. Wasn't it like very obvious that it was cropped too? It was. Like you, a lot of people that had. Because he was in the middle. Right. And a lot of people that had saw it that brought it to my attention had said there's obviously you or someone else in this photo the way that it's done. And her, her caption wasn't anything weird like, you know, here I am sleeping with Dustin Lynch or whatever. But it was just you knew something was weird in the fact of why is why are you cut out like everybody knows what i do for a living so it's like she would have never had access to any of this without me so and everybody else's photos that were in that line because we had several friends that we knew were there they had taken pictures so where was i right so that was super odd and i finally just you know it was like people were asking me questions like dude what's up with you and her and i'm like i don't know this is the first i've heard about it so i think it also makes it you kind of have to address it when it gets to the point where other people start to question it. Well, sure. And I, and I guess that that's where you're forced to. Yeah. Which makes it even worse because that identifies it not only to you, but to her, this is public. Yeah. Now people have caught on to something odd. You know, I don't, I heard a lot of excuses. Obviously when I wasn't on her social media pages, she didn't have me on it. And her excuse was that every time she posts something about me, she would get shit. What I mean by that is people would make comments about our relationship. Well, she had some sick mental confusion with life that some of the girls that I knew were upset that her and I dated to the the point that on a daily basis or a weekly basis, they would make posts, cryptic posts, as she says. Her favorite thing to do. Correct. And to make posts about me to her. Whether it would be things like it would just be regular post of something that says, you know, guys can't get enough of me. I'm like their drug and honey, I will always get him back if I want him. And all these things were like directed towards her. And I was like, why would somebody waste that amount of time right, to post against you? If they wanted me, they'd call me. So she said that it was easier for her to navigate through life without me being on her pages. Because of the shit she would get from other people. It was easier for her to get attention if they didn't, if some of these people didn't realize she had a boyfriend. Well, I was going to say, because there were times that, of course, you got those people on there that were like, on her modeling page, 
she's somewhat of a model in her own mind, local, <laughs> that she has all these guys, and you get the realm of guys where they're just like, I'll be your manservant. Oh, baby, you're the hottest thing in the world. Right. You're my queen, and I'll be your king. You get all these like deadbeat fucks that really are just worthless. Right. You know, kind of like that guy, Jamie, that we talk about with the Appomattox catfish in episode three. He was one of those guys on her TikTok. Right. And, you know, the mom scoured and found her a guy and, you know, used him against yeah, me just... and dangled her daughter. But we'll talk about that in episode three. But there were times at one point I was on her social media where I would make comments to her like, I don't think it's okay that you've got a family member on there talking about how beautiful and sexy you are. Right. That's creepy. You know, I think that that's weird. I, I think that that's a little odd. And and I think I should be able to ask that question to you. Like, you know, dude, that's a little weird. Like, why yeah. would that guy say that? And then the guy would even turn around and go, I was just with your girl last night at her house. Right. But he was really there to see the mother's grandmother and blah, 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 blah. It's just really weird shit that go on online that I feel like shouldn't be put up with. So to me, that's a red flag. Right. When you've got people talking like that and you're kind of defending them, it's a red flag. Right. That's just, I mean, that's just telling you, whoever, that they just want attention and they don't care who it's coming from. And I guess that's the thing. They don't want to stop their lines of commu communication with their outside fans or with their outside attention. So Right. They get a little bit of attention and they think they're a hotshot model. Or you're an attention whore. But either way, that's a red flag. Now, let me ask you this. Off subject, funny conversation, looking at someone's cell phone, asking for it, let me look through it, can I check something out, hey, can I see your phone? Is there a red flag there? Is that a problem? Should it always be off limits? Should it even be a conversation piece? Or depending on the response or depending on the attitude of the individual, does that create a red flag? Right. I mean, I think like if it's something as simple as hey, let me see your phone to order dinner, mine's dead, and they won't hand you their phone, that would be a red flag of like, why can't your phone be in my hand? Why can't I have access to your phone? You know, that's like, there's something sketchy happening over here. But at, in the same token, I don't necessarily think if you've been pushed to your breaking point and you look through your significant other's phone, it's necessarily a red flag because something has pushed you to that. If you would never in a million years have thought to do it, until you got pushed to that point. And not only did you get pushed to that point, but then you found what you were looking for when you went through their phone. I wouldn't necessarily say that's a red flag. And that's the problem. It's a gray area. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, especially in my situation, and Lord knows we all know my situation, as long as you're close to me, her mother would lie until the day is done. Right. For her daughter. But then she'd lie against her daughter the next minute too. Like, She's such temperamental, like she's so temperamental. But I guess my thing is, is that, is that wrong? Is that a red flag? And I mean, you know, a lot of times your answer to your red flag is in that phone. Yeah. hundred percent. And to be upfront with you, mine was. Yeah. And it's all the answers I needed. And I assure you, as we all know, there's a ton of answers in that phone that I have that answered a lot of questions and doubt that I had. In hindsight, I don't guess it's the, I guess we hide in our phones. Oh, yeah. We hide our lives in our phones is the way I look at it. And you got caught, you got caught, you got kicked out, and here you are. Yeah. It seems to me like the funny thing is, is that our lives are so wrapped around phones. I've got a friend that I think you know, her boyfriend Oh yeah. was messaging 
back and forth his ex-girlfriend on Instagram. And I'm not exactly sure which came first, you know, the chicken or the egg. I don't know who started texting, you know, one or the other. I just know that they were texting each other and kind of reminiscing about the good old days when they used to date and things they used to do. And I think some of the words or some of the conversation, well, I don't think, I know I read them, got out of over the line, like nude comments and comments about doing photos when they were naked, all sorts of stuff that I don't feel like you should have a conversation with your ex. Absolutely not. Especially when your current girlfriend is upstairs studying for a test. Right. Which that whole goddamn debacle, this poor girl for an hour, which is just talk about stupid and funny. He was downstairs on his phone messaging his ex-girlfriend on his phone on Instagram Mm -hmm. while his iWatch was hooked up to his current girlfriend's computer charging upstairs. So while he's doing these messages and your phone is bling, 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 his girlfriend is literally watching this conversation transpire. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole thing. Like, to the point, she videotaped. She put her phone on video and set it up and just videotaped this whole watch conversation until it was over for about an hour. And then, you know, kind of walks downstairs and she was like, hey, what's up with this? But could you imagine, and hats off to her, she's listening. Could you imagine watching that for an hour? Gotta collect all the evidence. Sure, and I get that. But the amount of rage. Oh, yeah. Disgust. Loyalty. I can keep going down the line, but, and someone stoned it away based off of talking to their ex. And let me add, just for the record, He had definitely dated up on this deal. Right. No, for sure. So his ex was not a... Knockout. She was a grenade (laughs) compared to this person he was dating. And the person he was dating was a gem. Like she, like I said, like hands down, hands down, gotten super close with her lately, a gem. Like it makes no sense where this guy was coming from. And weirdly enough, I've had conversations with him about it. And this is, again, this is where the awareness comes in. I want you guys to listen to this bullshit because, no offense, these girls will do it. But he was flattered. He was talked up by his ex to him in messages and reminiscing the good time made him feel good, he said. When, and you know, I'm flattered. That's great. Like, I appreciate that. But I've got girl upstairs. We're planning futures and we're having conversations and we're a thick couple. Yeah. And I've got somebody talking to me on an ex-girlfriend talking to me on a a text message making me feel good you know something if you're that weak-minded right i mean number one red flag that's a problem but i appreciate you know someone speaking to you and making you feel flattered and but at the same token you gotta shut that shit down like you gotta look at we gotta stop this conversation we're not gonna have this conversation even if you talk to your ex and that's kind of a gray area too like definitely case by case sure so i mean that was kind of a real big thing so i mean You know, awareness on that is, is that, you know, guys, I mean, you just can't, you can't take the flattery. You got to be able to just take and go, I appreciate it. I've moved on. You know, I'm on to better things. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be rude, but just shut it down. Sure. I mean, that's a crazy red flag for me. Like, I mean, when people, you know, are flattery, but I mean, you continue. And and then that kind of brings me to another conversation. Is it a red flag when you have guys messaging you 
seeing things like you're so beautiful, you're so hot. God, I want to be with you. I want to marry you, girl. You're the hottest thing ever. Well, I have a boyfriend. Well, it doesn't matter. I still want to marry you and I still want to, you know, and you constantly get text messages from this person. I don't care if you've known this person for 10 years. Like entertaining that. First off, let's just put a big old circle around the fact that they're texting her, which means they have her number. Well, let's say they were, let's say they've been friends. Like, I mean, that's okay. Right. But I mean, right. There's some sort of personal connect there already to the fact that, you know, this person, this person, you know, you're now the excuse is again, because this is another personal thing was they've known this person forever. This person comes in and out talking shit. Shut it down. Shut it down. You know, if we're not going to talk about the entertain it. Right. I mean, if you're, you know, if we've known each other forever and you want to text me and you want to talk about the weather or the Eagle score, or what's up with your girlfriend or your friends, that's one thing. But if you're going to constantly call and text me how cute I am, pretty I am, you want to marry me, you want me, after somebody's even telling you they have a boyfriend, at some point you either shut that down or you're the problem. Right. And again, I guess that brings you back to you're the attention whore. You know, that's where that goes too. So, I mean, that's kind of a flag. No, I mean, yeah, because you can't control necessarily what other people say to you. No. But you can control your response to it. And your loyalty to whoever you're with. Hey, look, I'm I'm proud of the person I'm dating. Okay? If I'm with someone, that's who I'm dating. It's clear. That's who I date. That's where I go. That's where my day starts. That's where my day ends. I expect people to flirt with her. Yeah. I did, obviously, <laughs> you know, to get where I'm at. So I expect it. What I don't expect is for her to entertain it from another yeah, guy. Yeah, to feed into it. And to absolutely not see something wrong with it when I call it out. Especially when in certain circumstances she's flirting back. Well, yeah. I think that if you're continuing to entertain the same conversation, we're talking loyalty, we're talking there's a problem, I think it's a red flag. I don't think there's room for that in a relationship. I agree. Okay. What are red flags for you? What are, you, what are red flags in your relationship that, or in a relationship that do you think if your boyfriend... I don't know, has people that call him king and he calls them queen. Is that a problem? Yeah. Why is that a problem? I mean, that's the equivalent of like, I mean, they're pet names. Like you don't call somebody that's your friend that you're not romantically interested in king and queen. Like that's not, that would be crossing a line for me. It may not be like, okay, we're breaking up over this deal, but it's something I'm going to bring up and be like, this isn't cool. I don't like this. But again, if it's the standard and it's going to be the standard, then it's a red flag. Yeah, for and, sure. And at some point, I think we've had this conversation before. I feel like in a relationship, I feel like you don't go every day of your life thinking that someone's cheating on you or you shouldn't be. Yeah. If you do. You might be the one cheating. Or you're the problem. Psychologically, something's wrong with you if you continue to think someone's cheating on you every day. The accuser is usually the guilty party, especially if they're doing it every day. And again, hindsight, we all know and everyone else listening is going to know my red flags that came up were a hundred fucking percent true. Yeah. And I called it out to the T to the T that my breakup was nasty because I asked the truth and knew the truth before she even opened her mouth and she lied. Right. And once she found out that I knew the truth because I proved it, that's when all hell broke loose. So you know, and, and trust me, I will, you know, it's already, it's a dirty situation. And not only am I having to deal with her mother, but I have to deal with her as well. Right. So I think that importantly, people need to understand if, if you have a red flag, if you have a doubt, if you have a question of thought 
that something's not right in your relationship, I think you need to call it out. I think that I don't think you need to hold it in. Right. Don't wait for the little things to become big things. And, you know, again, if you are constantly that annoying little bitch that's like this, that and the other and you're nitpicking all these little things and maybe you're the problem. Right. Maybe this isn't the relationship for you or maybe you're not ready to handle the big leagues. Now, again, on the flip side of that, don't think you're the problem, but find out. You, yeah. I mean, you got to ask some questions. I mean, you got to pull some blues clues out and start figuring some things out. Right. Like, you know what I mean? If you're in a relationship, bottom line is, is that you'll find a way to see each other. Oh, for sure. So when there's excuses and there's, there's, I have 21 projects due before Sunday and yada, 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 yada. Though that may be true. But when you go weeks and weeks without seeing each other and her argument is she can't deal with the pressure of you wanting to see her. So if now you're guilty because you want to see your girlfriend, right? that's a red flag. I mean, we both know that my major for school is not easy. And there have been times where I have made time even just an hour to go get lunch with somebody that I hadn't seen in weeks just because I wanted to see them and I made the time to see them. Well, and your major is no different than hers in the sense of time requirements oh 100 percent. and i mean being that y'all are both at the same school i understand that distance and i understand that you know all the things that go into it it's not an issue for me to travel and say hello right it's not an issue just for me to see you right it's not an issue to see her i mean there was compromise and there was things it's not like she didn't have a truck to come see me but at the same token I can drive up and see you for a couple hours and drive it. Right. If she's that busy, I don't doubt for a second you wouldn't have driven down there just to eat lunch with her. Well, hey, man, it obviously wasn't a big fucking deal for her to go off and play pool with all the guys and have weekends where the friends were coming over. You know, mom was supplying alcohol for everybody and drinking. We know how she drinks. So it obviously at that point, there were other times where, and again, I, I appreciate the fact you want to see your friends and hang out with yeah. your friends. Like, that's not an issue. And I'm not saying I can't come hang out with them. But then there starts this whole conversation of, did they really know about you? Right. You know what I mean? You're not on it. You know, you're not on your social medias. But they obviously know that she's going on trips. Right. And she's getting them bags. And she getting them jewelry. And she getting them things. So they obviously know something. But what do they know? Yeah. And, you know. Her good old mother loves to take advantage of people so they can think it's coming from her because right. we know how her mother rolls. Well, her mother does like everybody to think that she can supply Savannah or Savannah with whoever she wants. Yeah, and that's the case. Like, we all know, obviously, cat's out the bag. I mean, we all, know, we all know who I dated. And like I said, you guys go to the same school. You know what she does. You know who she talks to. It's not a, It's not a hidden thing. No, it's not. You know, Savannah obviously doesn't act like... She doesn't act like she has a boyfriend. Right. But she definitely wants the benefits one. So it's kind of like one of those situations I've always joked. Like, she wanted to get married. She wanted that ring. She wanted what came with the ring. But did she want to be a wife? You know, and again, that's one of those relationship things. So my only thing that I can say about all that is, bottom line, stop worrying about if somebody's cheating on you. If they're going to cheat on you. They're going to cheat on you. They're going to cheat on you. Stop spending all the effort and all the frustrations of worrying about that every day. Hold that energy, store that energy for the time that it does happen. Maybe it won't happen, and thank God. But don't worry about the things that you can't prove today or that are going on today. 
you know, have fun. Enjoy your life. Enjoy y'all's life. And you know what? Don't store the bad shit in. If something's wrong, call it out. Take the argument now. Take the yeah. L now. Don't worry about it. Don't wait till you've invested all the time and all the money. And Don't worry about when she wants to take a three-month hiatus to, quote unquote, you know, get her things straight and, you know, go to summer school. That's a red flag. Yeah, because we know how that red flag ended up. But we'll talk about that soon. Don't worry about that. That's coming. Loading. Oh, it's it's definitely loading. It's a slow load. Don't worry. But yeah, in closing, seriously, red flags. I think they're in everything that we do, whether it's business, it's relationships, it's life. And I think that we need to navigate through them. But I think that the awareness factor here is, is that we need to we need to call them out when we see them. For sure. I think we're prolonging the inevitable. And we're prolonging our happiness. As an individual or as a couple, if she wants to be a fucking train wreck and cheat or violate a relationship, let her do it. And vice versa. If a guy wants to do it, let him do it. I mean, there's other men, other women. There's other opportunities out there that you're bypassing because you're concentrating on something that's not beneficial to you. And I think that at the end of the day, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with calling a red flag out? I think identifying it is the biggest problem that everybody has because nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to break up. Everybody wants the benefits of a relationship, but they don't want to deal with the consequences if something's wrong. Right. You almost get like Stockholm syndrome. Like you're so used to being in the relationship, you're willing to overlook so much versus not being versus having the fight and not being in a relationship anymore. Which is really funny to me because I, you know what? Now that you said that, and this is horrible to say, like I never associated her and her mother's relationship and the way they are. Oh, yeah. But it's totally Stockholm Syndrome. Syndrome. Never thought of that. Well, this is Red Flags. This is the Stockholm Syndrome. This is either a beautiful day or a train wreck. But more importantly, be true to yourself. Be true to your relationship and take care of yourself. You got to take care of number one. Otherwise, you will step in number two and be safe. Don't forget to check us out. We are here every 10 days right now. That's our schedule. iHeartRadio, Spotify, TikTok, Instagram. You know how to get in touch with us. You know how to call us. You definitely, definitely know how to see our stories because we see you watch them every day. And more importantly, episode two, I got to talk about it. Liberty and justice for all. I know that kind of rings very familiar to you. Oh, yes. And your arma mater. But episode two, liberty and justice for all. It's going to be a very scandalous issue. It'll touch a lot of matters of the heart. And I feel like you guys are going to want to tune in. Parents, parents, you're going to want to tune in. Real parents, not catfish parents, but real parents are going to want to tune into this. It's really informative. I think it's something you guys need to look at. I think it's a real problem in Liberty University. Definitely. And I think that this campaign that we're launching in the next 20 days is going to be really huge. And I think that, you know, there's going to be a lot of awareness. And I definitely know a lot of people are going to hear this with the publicity of the sermon and more importantly everything that's going out on the waves and uh, there's a couple actually articles that are coming out which are going to be really crazy for the first time so we're doing press already about this episode with liberty because you know the people we've interviewed and talked to that's kind of got a little bit of word out there so stay tuned on that i hope that keeps your ass up all night wondering what the hell we're going to talk about but it's coming i promise you that in the meantime you know where to look for us you know where to find us and we will see you January 20th, Liberty and Justice for All, and mark that calendar because I promise you January 30th will be here in no time, and you will get the Appomattox catfish, 
and that is the episode you do not, do not want to miss. And that's a funny one. It's a two-part episode. It's about two hours long. I'm sorry, but that one is audio clips and real text and real messages and real people are on this episode talking about the things that the Appomattox catfish does. So get your tumblers or your Stanleys, get them close, fill them up, put the ice in them because you're going to be on for one long-ass carpet ride. I am signing off. Photog, rock gods. See you soon. Yeah, I'm coming, baby.